Defining moment spotlights a particular moment, incident, or case that either led the writer to a career in physical therapy or confirm why he or she chose to become a physical therapist or physical therapist assistant. The following piece titled Grit from the Gridiron was written and is read by Matthew Fiano, PT DPT, who owns PT to Go in Virginia Beach, Virginia. He is a board certified clinical specialist in orthopedic physical therapy and a certified stretch and conditioning specialist. Growing up, we played sports. Whether it was home run derby at our neighborhood park, three on three in the driveway, or throwback and run in the street, it was fun. It was a way to release some energy and get the competitive juices flowing. Sports always had a way of taking my mind off things that were out of my control. My parents were very young when I was born and they separated. I spent a lot of time going between houses and splitting up holidays, the typical routine of a kid of divorced parents. We also moved a lot due to financial issues. At the time, I thought it was normal. I was fortunate to be able to spend time with both of my parents. I had grandparents in my life too, and my brother and I went to a good Catholic school. But there was a reason I loved playing sports so much. At those times, my mind was free. All I focused on was defending the person in front of me, stretching to deflect a pass, or trying to hit the ball far enough for an inside the park home run. I didn't think about anything else. Looking back, our life was stressful, but we didn't know any better. My need for sports escalated after my father's passing from cancer. I was a freshman in high school playing football for the Kempsville Chiefs in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Being involved with the sport helped me cope with this loss. I played loose and free, just as we were in the street playing until the sun set. I loved it. I needed it. Two-day workouts in the hot sun, the terrible smell of the locker room, the physicality of the sport. I wouldn't have it any other way. I hadn't gotten injured at all leading up to high school, but a five foot eight, 145 pound free safety is bound to have injuries, especially playing in a district with Percy Harvin, EJ Manuel, Justin Hunter, and several other athletes who already were receiving collegiate offers. By no means was I the best player, but I had some potential. I trained harder than most, did all the off-season workouts and made football my priority. As I played more, the injuries started piling up. First, gamekeeper thumb, an insufficiency of the ulnar collateral ligament of the thumb's metacarpal phalangeal joint. Then a torn meniscus. Next, a dislocated shoulder that continued to sublux after surgery. Finally, a tib-fib fracture with subsequent compartment syndrome and several issues afterwards. That last injury occurred just before my senior year, and that was it for me. The other injuries had occurred toward the end of the previous season, so I was able to rehab, do my physical therapy, and get back to what I love doing. After I broke my leg, though, I knew that I could no longer use football to help me cope with life's challenges. It hit me hard. I cried in the ambulance on the way to the hospital, telling my mom that football was over for me. It was a defining moment that signaled a new direction. In the time after my father's passing, when I needed football the most, my PT had always gotten me back on the field allowing me to do what I loved. Although I eventually hit a stopping point, those first three years after my father's death were crucial to my well-being. If my treatment and rehab had been in the wrong hands, I don't know where I would be today. Physical therapy was priceless to me, and its role in my life is why I'm a PT today. 
I know that I am preaching to the choir, but it's unfortunate that so many people don't understand and appreciate the impact that PTs and PTAs have on people's lives and well-being. As football was to me, so too are gardening, running, playing with grandchildren, or taking long motorcycle rides to other people. Most patients come in for physical therapy because their pain or dysfunction has led to an activity limitation. There's something that they want to get back to doing. That something may be a coping strategy, a stress reliever, and or a primary source of joy. That person's mental and emotional well-being may well be dependent on returning to that activity. I know. I've been there. I am now three years postgraduate from Old Dominion University, and I own and operate an outpatient clinic that makes house calls. I'd worked in a high-volume outpatient clinic after graduation, but I wanted to get back to the basics and slow things down. When a company is structured for the PT to see 20-plus patients a day, how can you provide proper, appropriate attention to each one? My practice is structured for one-on-one -on -one treatment. Patients decide where they prefer to receive services, something that is rare in the outpatient setting. I've treated people on the beach, on back porches, at their offices, and in many other locations. In most cases, I believe a PT only needs his or her hands, mind, and minimal equipment to be effective. I generally bring only a portable treatment table and some therapy bands. Should additional equipment be needed, I have access to clinic space. I'm able to avoid many of the expenses that most outpatient owners face. My philosophy is, let's take it back a notch and simplify things. The business and administrative side of things hasn't always been smooth. I've experienced challenges and made mistakes, but I wouldn't change a thing. My mindset was molded and refined after each one of my football injuries. I could have easily been done with the sport after my thumb injury, but it honestly never crossed my mind. I've always enjoyed a challenge. To accept and overcome adversity, to keep moving forward no matter how bad a given day might seem, to wring the best out of myself are lessons I learned on the playing field that stuck with me and drive me in my work as a PT. At the start of my career in physical therapy, I felt overworked and underappreciated. I know many PTs can relate. Too many patients to see, being swamped with paperwork, supervisors talking about productivity more than patient care. I didn't like the burnout path I was on, so I made a change. If you feel the same way, you can do so too. Just know that there will be challenges, that it will not happen overnight, and there may be more bad days than good for a while. We all can agree COVID-19 has added another challenge to our profession. It will be interesting to see how we change in the long run. What I do know, however, is that our profession includes thousands upon thousands of individuals who have great dedication and innovative ideas about how best to progress patients. Physical therapy has evolved through the polio epidemic, World War II, and entering such realms as cardiology and wound care. It will adapt and evolve through and beyond this pandemic, fueled by knowledge, motivation, and skill set of its practitioners. This has been an APTA podcast. APTA members can access the latest podcasts and transcripts at www.apta.org podcasts.